Hello, hello, hello. It's your boy Divine Fournier, host of A Good Deed Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. I'd like to welcome you all to this podcast where I aim to explore everything that has to do with self-awareness and we also dive into social topics as I am somewhat of a social activist so I tend to handle certain social topics have certain conversations that we normally are not having trying to re-educate ourselves with the purpose of going out there and uh, aiming to live our best life so Thanks again for tuning in today. If it's your first time, what I'll be doing today on this episode is uh, what I normally do every year. I started this last year when I started doing the podcast where I release an episode that handles the approach into the new year, which is an episode centered around goal setting and new year resolutions. My goal for that particular episode or my goal for doing these episodes is to redefine our methods, to redefine our our view of these um, goals that we see set going into the new year or redefine our views towards uh, this idea of uh, setting new year resolution so i attempt to go even further this time around with a bit more information with a bit more things that i have learned over the last year um, helping ourselves or helping you guys my listeners to be able to set your goals for the new year in, in a way that that's easily achievable um, or at least that is sustainable over the year. And also what we'll do on this episode today is we'll attempt to look at our goals that we set this year. We'll attempt to come up with a strategy, a system to examine our goals that we've set this year and see what we can do to try and see if we can, within the last three months of the year, run as many miles as we possibly can without stumbling or tripping over and falling just trying to see if we can achieve those goals before the end of the year so thanks again for tuning in today and i'm going to jump right into the episode all probably heard or obviously heard in the intro section i talk i I talked about uh new year resolutions so here yeah we're going to be talking about this new year resolution thing now i did an episode last year about the same time last year where i spoke about these new year resolutions but i'm doing another episode again same time this year this time with a much more um, in-depth system i've come up with a little strategy as well that could also help you um, set your new year resolutions in such a way that's set you set in such a way that sets you up for a better chance of success so we're just going to go straight into this thing so um first of all why do we set up new year resolutions we set up new year resolutions obviously because going into the new year gives us an opportunity for a clean slate. it gives us an opportunity to start over it gives us an opportunity to do things from scratch so um and we normally don't go into new year with very light resolutions that's why we're calling them resolutions we're not just calling them goals or plans we call them resolutions because these are life-changing decisions you know habitual changes things that changes in character changes in habit changes in situation routine that sort of thing and these are things that don't normally take they don't normally take two days or a day or one minute to change these are Things that are cultivated via process. These things that take a process to be able to transition from one to the other. So that's why we send them as New Year resolutions. Because first of all, we get an opportunity to start from scratch. The New Year offers us a clean slate. Well, not necessarily a clean slate, but a, a new slate from, from which we can start. But not just that. It also re, 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 it resets our minds. It, it, give, it resets our mindset. It gives us that, it gives us that, gives us that excuse to start something new. And you well know that we, if we take it into New Year, we're calling a resolution. It's not something that's going to change overnight. It's something that's going to require a process. If it is something that does require a process, which is the second question. Now, if it's something that does require a process, isn't it unfair 
that you make that decision just the night before the new year? That's the question I usually ask. That's the question I started to ask myself in 2016. Isn't it unfair? That's something that requires so much in-depth process, commitment, strength of willpower. I'm just going to decide it the night before the new year? You think I'm going to be doing it when I wake up the next day? Definitely, hardly. It's going to be hardly a fact that I'm going to be chasing after these goals. I mean, we decide to go to the market, we decide to call mom tomorrow, we decide to do a lot of things the night before, um, every day in, 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 during the year. Oh, I'm going to travel tomorrow, I'm going to make that call tomorrow, I'm going to call, call that job, whatever the case may be. And we never do them. Out of the things that we promise ourselves that we're going to do every single year, like during the year, on a, year, on a daily basis, I'm going to do this tomorrow. Half the time, 80% of the time, we don't even do these things. Then what makes you think? That on the 31st, you're going to sleep and say, okay, fine, I'm going to start doing this tomorrow. You wake up the next morning and then you're going to, yeah, you're going to start doing it. Like, your resolution requires you rewiring your brain, like your perception about certain things. It, it, it requires mental shift, a, belief, a shift in belief system, a change in priorities. There's a lot of changes that involve a, a process that you can't do just like that. So what I like to do is I like to suggest, first of all, and what usually wonders why I talk, start talking about New Year resolutions uh, in the th entering the fourth quarter of the year. That's because we're going towards the end of the year. And that my, my, what I say is it gives me time to analyze what I've achieved the year that I'm currently in, which is currently 2019. It gives me time to be able to analyze how much I've achieved this year, how much is left to achieve, what the size of the goals that are still left to, to, to go after, what the size uh, of those goals are, and the ones that I never actually did go through. It gives you perspective. It offers you. It, it tells you exactly where you are. It tells you exactly where you stand. That's why we write exams. People, uh, we write exams. Our teachers mark these exams and then they send us the results because they want to tell us where we stand. If not, you just write those exams and then that's just gonna be it. That was like a really really weird example <laughs> that just popped into my head. But you you kind of get what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is these are not decisions that, that you you're just gonna do them like that. They, they it is a process. So you analyze what I do is I analyze what I've done for the year 2019. Going you know going towards the end of the year, I've got 90 days left to the end of the year. I normally start what we call a 90 day challenge. And throughout these 90 days, I take the goals that I've not been able to achieve this year, um, the small goals, and then I take the ones that I've been able to get maybe 60 to 80% through, whatever is left to, to, to go after, and I stack them up. I, I set up a timeline over the last 90 days of the year and see how, how and re, it's, it's like you're rewiring your, your, your attitude towards the application or you're you rewiring your attitude towards the, your, your approach to achieving these goals. So once you, do, once you set this up, you rewire yourself. You're like, okay, fine, I've got 90 days and I've got these little things to do. This is my timeline. This is my plan. I have to do this step and this step and this step. Let's see how much I can do before the end of the year. Now, that's not 2019 done. Analyzed, done, checked, everything checked. You've looked at it. You've analyzed yourself. This is you taking your life serious. Like Damon John said, you've got to treat your life like a business. Treat your life like, you treat your life like a business, you can hardly go wrong. So, this is what I've done 2019. This is what I've got left to do. This is where I stand exactly. Now, let's look at 2020. That's coming. Now, 2020, that's coming. We're going to be looking at, okay, fine. 2020 is coming. Where do I want to be next year? How do I want to go about these goal setting things? What are the things I want to change that I still haven't figured out? And what are the things I left from this year that I couldn't do this year that I now I think I'm able, I should be able to go after them next year and I set my goals for the next year. I'm not going to tell you what goals to set because obviously we're all different. We have different goals, but these are the goals I'm going to set for next year. All right, this is next year. I've got to do this. 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 Now, what I normally do, what I suggest you do, is something I said. 
changing this program every year last year was just a smooth nice little re-evaluation you know re-education and then setting up new goals this time around i decided to split it into four sections now you can split it into five sections you can split it into six sections depends on how the your, your, the, the spect spectrometer of your life what it looks like what i do is my life consists of my relationships with my family and friends at the moment anyway my fitness and my health my job and my career and finally my side hustle what i do on the side what i try to do that gives me purpose that keeps me disciplined and also to build a small bit you know what i'm trying to do to again to, to become financially uh fin financially stable financially you know independent so what do i do so i've got these four sections of my life i've already broken them into four sections it, keep, it takes away the complication from your mind because sometimes when we're thinking about the things that we need to go after, the things that we need to achieve, everything just seems so overwhelming because you're thinking about it from all of these angles and it's all this stuff I've got to do and it becomes really overwhelming and then at the end of the day, you're just like, you know what, I just can't be asked today. I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to do what I'm doing and I'm going to just stick with what I'm doing now and I can't be bothered. But once you break them up into these little portions like I've done for mine, which I'm suggesting you probably try and do, you want to do the same for yourself, which is why I'm sharing this system on, on the podcast. So what I do is, this is all I've done, you know, all these four sections. What do you want to do for yourself? So you, you split yours into how many other sections? And then what I do is I take the fitness bit. So what are my fitness goals for next year? Maybe I want to gain some muscle. Maybe I want to lose some weight. How many, how many ever pounds? Research this stuff, make it make sense. Because you set certain goals that are too big and that seem so unimaginable to achieve. What happens is... Once you start working towards them, because the goal seems so far away, you end up losing your momentum. You end up becoming discouraged when you can't achieve them. And you don't want to set yourself... That's like almost like setting yourself up to fail. You want to set yourself up to fail. Okay, fine. I want to lose this, number, this amount of weight. Categorically speaking, this is reasonable. So what I'll try and do is I'll try and work on my... So to be able to lose this much weight, what do I need to do? I need to change my diet. I need to change my attitude towards fitness. I need to go to the gym this number of times a week. I need to register with the gym. I need to do this and do this and do that. And then once you've done those, you start to follow them. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And then you go after them and then you, you know, you have now a system you're working with. Apart from that, that's your fitness done. Now come now to friends and family. All right, what's a relationship with your, what's my current, my current relationship with my family like? How many friends do I have? What's my current relationship with my friends like? Okay, this is the relationship I have with my friends. This is what my family, my relationship with my family. Where do I want it to be by this time next year? I want it to be better. I want it to be like this. I want to have developed new friendships. I want to go closer to my family. What do I need to do to get this close to my family, to get this many friends, these new friends, or to get rid of these old friends, which I'd, I shouldn't be hanging around? What do I need to do? So now you've handled, I've, that's my friends and family side of the day, of the debate. These are the steps I need to take. I set myself a timeline, set myself these goals under, the, under that particular spectrum. Now move on to the next one, jobs, career. This is my career. This is what I want to do this year. This is where I want to be this year. This is what I want to be by the end of next year. This is the situation with my job. I don't like the job that I'm currently in. I'm going to look for a new job, maybe with a better income, that's going to offer me a certain level of sustainability Then I can then chase after the other things I want to do. You do that for yourself. So once I do that now, I know that, okay, fine. This is my, these are my career-designated goals for next year these are the actions i need to take and this is the timeline this is the plan apply for so and so jobs do this kind of research at this time talk to this person and that person build this connection with that person and this person and then you work from there 
Then move on to the next one, your side hustle, which is, like I said, for me, these are the four sections in which I split my life. This is my side hustle. I'm starting a little, a little something on the side. I want to be able to add value, to offer value, to be of, to be of service, to have some certain degree of purpose. It keeps me grounded. And what is that? I want to be financially free. I want to attain a certain degree of financial freedom. All right. Okay, and what's that side hustle? This is what I want to do. I want to start a business. I want to start a clothing line. I want to start a podcast. I want to start a radio show. Whatever it is I want to do. I want to write a book. I want to become a publisher. All right. What are the steps I need to take to get my foot in the door? January, this is exactly the plan. This is what I need to contact this person. I need to read this book. I need to set up this plan. When all of that is done, then you have perspective. You have a solid, you have a solid thing right there that you can work with. You have a solid, good Gold. You have now. There's something that you can see. You can touch. You have. There's a timeline. There's a strategy. You're not worrying about those other things because you really said everything has got their own time. Everything that you're gonna be doing has got its own time. So you're not worried about when you need to do this or when you need to do that. It's all there. It's already been set up. You're sticking. If you're putting the work, and when you put in this type of level of work, it's highly unlikely that you don't at least get halfway through it. Very highly unlikely. I'm not saying that I've always achieved all my goals. But look, I am going after them with purpose every single year, year in, year out. So once I've done that, set, I've analyzed myself for this year, set my goals up for the next year. Whatever is, what's left now is whatever is going to be left off this year. So whatever is less left off this year towards the end of the year and towards the end of the 90 days, I come back, re-look at them, re-list them, look at them again. Pick out the ones that fall under these different categories. Family, friends, side hustle, fitness, career. And I throw them there. Throw them back in those sections. And I just add them into the plans. Now, whatever doesn't fall in the, under any of these other categories, like I said, the categories might change. Next year, I might add something else to it. Whatever doesn't fall in there, I set up a new category for them. Maybe goals left from last year that needs to be changed, need to be changed this year. And redesign and then refit them. And then now you have a plan, you have a system, you have a strategy, you have something that works, you have something that you know is going to work towards you achieving your goals. And then you can go after it with a clear mind. You're not thinking haphazardly anymore. You're not, you're not overwhelmed by your own thoughts. Everything is now clear and then you can start to chase after them. Also, one thing I'd like to, to, to add before we draw towards the conclusion of this is one thing I'd like to add is when you're setting all of these goals, I know people have a tendency of setting all these goals and they set goals, achievement goals, but they don't set vanity goals i call them vanity goals because these are things that you could probably do without but i can guarantee you that having them there creates a certain degree of balance in your life yeah you work you get some time off you rest a little bit so you know it's it's, it's nice to set up goals holiday goals i always put that on the family and friends so you know visit the family i'm going to travel go to this place go to that place all of these things so these vanity goals are there to, to bring a certain degree or to assure a certain degree of balance in your life so it doesn't feel like you're working, 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 working all the time. It can be mentally overwhelming. Sometimes when you set these vanity goals, it allows you to take a bit of a breather from time to time, creates a certain degree of balance in your life. Some people don't can do well without it, but I'm also putting it out there because not everybody can do well without it. So it's very important that we have all of these take all of these things into consideration when we out there setting our new year resolutions we don't want to be setting them on the night of the 31st expecting to become magicians and achieve them on waking up into the new year so i'm gonna quickly you know i'm gonna bring your attention to some some important points um to conclude 
this uh, episode of the podcast, I'm going to bring your attention to some important points that I, I suggest that you look into. These are things that are going to help offer perspective, help you get grounded in, in whatever it is that you set out to do. So first of all, you want to start small with your goals. So I've spoken about goals so much, so much. I've spoken about big goals and little goals. But usually the best thing is to start small. You don't want to set goals that are so overwhelming that not achieving them is going to beat you down and then discourage you from going after your next goals. Secondly, you want to, you want to change one's behavior at a time. So if your goals involve things like behavioral changes, becoming a better man for your wife, Maybe stop yelling at your kids. Certain behavioral changes. These are things or your sleeping habits or your working habits and stuff like that. These are changes that take one little behavioral tweak at a time. So you want to set a time period. So let's say, for instance, you, you, you used to work in a job where you used to start work at 11. You used to work, you, you've been working in a job where you've been doing the day shift for like, a, 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 like a, a, an afternoon day shift for like the last three or four or five years. Right, that you normally you don't you normally get out of bed at ten o'clock, and then you at work at eleven o'clock. You back home maybe about seven seven p.m. eight p.m. and you out of bed at ten o'clock. Now you're going into the new year, and you want to build a business, which means you need to start to you need to start to adopt certain behavioral changes that would allow you to become more productive in the early hours of the morning. So you want to okay, I'm gonna start getting up at five a.m. in the morning. It's not gonna happen. You're not just going to wake up from one day from waking up at 10 every day of your life for the last four or five years to start waking up at five. What you want to do is you want to cut it back to about maybe nine o'clock. You want to do nine o'clock, waking up at nine. Let me just try waking up one hour early every, every day for the next month or for the next couple of months. And then you kick it back in when you start to accustom yourself. You kick it back in another hour. Now nah, let's try 8 o'clock. And then kick it back in another hour. Now nah, let's try 7 o'clock for the next month. And before you know it, halfway into the year, you're already waking up at 5 o'clock. No problem. 5 a.m., absolutely no problem. You want to also talk about uh, your goals. You want to talk about your goals. Find somebody you trust, somebody that you can that can hold you accountable to yourself, somebody, like an accountability partner. Let's, let's talk about them. Now, when you're talking about your goals, you want to realize that talking about certain things and not doing them is infuriating to certain people. So if your friend or if your partner, if the person that you're choosing as your accountability partner is that kind of person that gets infuriated by somebody who talks all the time but doesn't do anything, then you want to change your habit towards that. So you want to talk about your goals. These Talking about your goals puts you in a position to be able to go after them and achieve them so the person sees that you're taking action and you also want to ask for support so i used to be the type of guy that wanted to do everything by myself because i felt like the world had wronged me oh my god poor me and stuff like that but i learned with time that nobody does these things by themselves it doesn't matter how you look at it It doesn't matter which way you cut it you're gonna ask for help you need to ask for help when you need help you need to ask for help when you need help doesn't matter what kind of help it is doesn't matter who you're talking to for this help Knock on the door and it shall be open to you. I'd rather knock and let it not be open. At least you know you knocked. Like what I said earlier, setting yourself up for the best chance of succeeding. If you don't knock on the door, it doesn't get open. If you knock on the door and it doesn't get open, it's the same outcome. But at least with one of them, you have taken action. Now, what are the chances that you knock on the door and it gets open? And what are the chances that you don't knock on the door and it gets open? The chances are a lot higher with knocking. So why won't you knock? So ask for help. You'd rather ask and then you don't get that help. If you don't ask, you don't get it anyway. So you set yourself up for the better chances of being successful at whatever it is that you want to do. Those are the things I wanted to bring your attention to. And finally, I also wanted to mention a few things that involve a certain mind, 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 uh, uh, 
sort of shift in your belief system. Willpower, mindset, priorities, belief, and the willingness to accept change. You have to have some in immense level of willpower to be able to execute change at the level at which we're talking, resolutional level. You also have a, you need to have a change in your mindset or a shift in your mindset. If your mindset had always been a defeatist mindset, a non-succeeding mindset, I'm not going to do it, it's not going to work, blah, blah, blah. So you need to change your mindset to start to, to a more confident mindset. Oh, it's going to work. I know I can do it. I'm going to do it. Or, and also you need to change, rearrange your priorities. So if you want to make, you want to adopt certain changes in your life, you want to be successful at certain things, there's all these things that are going to get in the way, not intentionally, Certain things are going to get in the way and you have to have the self-discipline to be able to reprioritize. If you, if you have a, a blog to write tonight, a blog post to post tonight or an article to write for the next morning or a job interview to go to and your friends are inviting you for drinks or there's a friends uh, having an occasion or they're traveling or going on a trip, you need to be able to say no to the one thing, to those things, so you can reprioritize. Because things are always going to get in the way. Something is always going to, going to want to get in the way. You now need to change your mindset to the kind of mindset that you need to rearrange your priorities. Saying, okay, fine. Me rejecting these things doesn't mean I don't want to do them. It just means what I want to do now is more important than that. And then, like I said, re being able to reprioritize doesn't mean you're going to reject these things and then it's never going to happen. You're just putting them off for that time. You're, having, you're choosing to do this one instead of that one because this one and your priority list sits high on the priority list and the other thing sits low on the priority list. Changing your belief system or readjusting your belief system as well. If you're the person that's always been, never believed in yourself, you want to start to believe in yourself to be able to go ahead and achieve these goals that you're setting for yourself. These goals you're setting for yourself, if you don't believe that you can achieve them, then who's gonna, who do you think is going to be able to achieve them for you? And the willingness to embrace change. That's the one thing that's certainly constant in life. Change. And that change could be change upwards or change downwards. You have the power to choose what direction that change comes in. So would you like to embrace change? And if so, which kind of change are you willing to embrace? Would you like to, do you want to set yourself up for a better chance at getting to where you want to go? Or do you just want to sit where you are and just become really, really stubborn and no one embrace or accept any kind of change whatsoever? So you have to be willing to embrace change because change is always going to come. Change is always going to come. Let me tell you, if you, re if you reject positive change, I'll tell you what change is going to come next. Negative change. If you reject positive change, the one coming next is going to be negative change. Ain't nothing staying stable. That's just life. So people, I hope this has been really helpful. I just wanted to share what the systems I've been using that have been helping me become more and more productive as the years have gone by since um, the end of 2016, when 2017, 2018. The, uh, these, these practices have so helped me become a better person, become a much more mature, help me grow as a person, as a human, and become a better version of myself. And I'm sharing with you so I can see how I can assist you become a better version of yourself or how, what I can offer that you can practice that can help you become a better version of yourself. So thanks for tuning in today. It's been Divine Fournier, host of A Good Deed Podcast. Peace. 
it folks thanks again for hanging out with me today this is your new year series or new year edition um thank you for listening if it has been or brought as much value as i hoped it will bring for you you're welcome to share the podcast with your friends family those you think it might be useful for you're welcome to also catch further updates of the podcast and subscribe if you're not already subscribed to my podcast on apple Podcasts, stitcher google podcast iHeartRadio, spotify and all the other podcasts of your choice so you can catch me again on social media at divine Fonier on all other platforms for further updates in the meantime it's been fun thanks for hanging out with me peace